Hi, and welcome to the 13th Gate. We're gatekeepers. I'm Kat. I'm Amber. Welcome to part two of Frights and Snacks. Okay, unfortunately, we are down two of our gatekeepers. As always, they wonder it off because, well, I guess they got better things to do. Uh, they they ate their fill of our snacks and decided to um, escape. <laughs> run away. <laughs> We've been robbed. Yeah. They do that a lot. Yeah. I am sad. That's right. We'll drag them back out here for the end of the episode. Okay. The deal was if they were going to be out here eating our snacks for the for the first part, they had to answer the question at the end of the episode. So we will drag them back out here. But we still have a lot of movies to cover, and I don't want to run out of time this time. So... What is the next movie on our list? Okay, this movie has two movies kind of under it that I also want to discuss. But it's Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> now, uh, everybody, you know, has known about Light of, Night of the Living Dead, but there was a knockoff of it, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, God. Which was hilarious. I did not watch that. It, it is absolutely hilarious. I am not a fan of the spoof movies at all like I don't like that kind of comedy oh see I do I love so, it that's one of the places that Amber and I differ she enjoys things like Family Guy and, and South Park and I'm not into those like whatsoever but if we're gonna talk about you know kind of knockoffs of those kind of things 28 days later oh lord 28 days later you know I kind of makes me feel like 2020, you know, it, it started with a virus. And As all zombie movies do. You know, but, uh, 28 days later, the guy wakes up in the hospital and he's completely baffled. And you can't blame him, I'd be a little confused, too. I mean, that's also the start of The Walking Dead. Yeah. But, you know, I... For me, zombies have to meet certain criteria for me to be like... Okay, that that's a good zombie. Hmm. Another movie that is not on our list is The Fog. Don't think I've seen it. A bunch of people get trapped in a grocery store because this weird fog has scary monsters in it, and if you go outside during it, they, like, kill you, and you have to, like, survive inside without them coming out and getting you. What's the one with the lady and the children and... Bird Box? No, hear me out on this one. <laughs> they the, there's a fog outside and they like the husband went to war and never came back and the children are allergic to light and she has to put up all the curtains oh, I don't know that one yeah she has to put up a bunch of curtains and they hire some help to come in and the help's like oh yeah we worked two years ago and she's like good you know I, I really need the help with the children blah 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 they're allergic to light and then all of a sudden Things start happening in her house and she thinks it's haunted. And in the end, I come to find out she's actually dead. And so are the children. She murdered them. Oh. Yeah, it's a messed up movie. Who might have seen that one? I don't know. Um, it, uh, I can't remember her name, but the Keith Urban's wife is in it. Yeah, think of her name. Oh, my God. She was in Moulin Rouge. Oh, this is going to drive me nuts. I'm going to have to look it up. But yeah, no, she, like, kills the children in it. 
I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Nicole Kidman. Okay. Um, and I will find you the name of the movie. It, it was a very... The Others. Okay. Yeah, she, um, so basically she loses her temper one night and it's the night that they can't talk about. And every time the children try and bring it up, she tells them to shut up. We don't talk about that night. Hmm. And she doesn't want to admit that she killed the children. But come to find out, the people that show up as the housekeepers, the reason she finds out everything is because she goes to the mailbox and she had sent out in the postal service that she needed help. So she goes to the mailbox and realizes the letter's still there. So she goes, well, how'd you know that I had an opening? Oh, well, we just knocked on the door to find out, you know. And she's like, well, who are you people really? And then come to find out, back then they used to take death photos of people. And she finds the photo of the three helpers dead. And she's like, wait a minute. She's like, explain this, explain this. Well, they're actually buried on the property in a small cemetery in the back. And... The one guy's a groundskeeper. The other girl is Lydia. She doesn't, like, she's a mute. She doesn't, she has an inability to talk. I'm going to watch this now. Like, it is a really, really good movie. Speaking of Nicole Kidman, Practical Magic. Oh, yeah. And then, I don't know if this one's necessarily a horror film. However, because of the creep factor in it, The Stepford Wives. Okay. Now, see, Practical Magic, I think, is one of my favorite movies of all time. But, I mean, who can pass up Midnight Margaritas? We and then, margar- uh, that Where song. are we getting margaritas from? Practical Magic. I want margaritas. Midnight Margaritas. No, I want real margaritas. Oh, well, I don't know where the real margaritas are. Okay. But then the song, when they're all sitting around drinking. Oh, yeah. That's adorable. I love, that's my favorite part of that movie. And they're like, wait, where did you find the bottle? Lime Someone left it. Somebody left it on the porch. <laughs> and they're like, uh, well, we're done drinking this. It's just, it's a good movie all Shit gets real serious after that. <laughs> um, so the next one is Dusk to Dawn. Didn't see it. No really? relation here. Yep, didn't see it. Interesting. Um, it's a vampire movie. Not quite your class. It's like your. It's, it's it is, but it isn't. Like they don't look like your classic vampires, and the head vampire kind of looks like a snake vampire thing altogether. Okay. Um. It has it's Quentin. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Okay. It's actually one I like. It's got George Clooney is one of the main characters. Danny Trejo is Trejo is in it. Selma Hayek is the main bad guy. Um, Juliette Lewis is in it. I think I might have seen parts of it now that you're saying. Uh, the Cheech, cast. Cheech Marin, Harvey Keitel. Okay, yeah, um, no, I, I think, yeah, I think I've seen parts of it. Kelly Preston's in it. Like, it's got a lot of people in it that were like... Alright, yeah, you're in the movie. Um, yay, but not for horror factor, more for Quentin Tarantino factor. If you like okay. Quentin Tarantino movies, and it's like the only Quentin Tarantino movie I actually like. Alright. The Ring. <laughs> the Ring, good timing when it came out. Right. 
Um, because there really hadn't been a good horror movie in a while. And as far as unique story and everything, okay, good. I mean, little kids are always creepy. Um, first time I ever seen it, I had seen it like towards the end of like everybody else seeing it. Um, just because I had worked a lot of hours, and when I finally went to see it, I went to see it with my boyfriend at the time, and halfway through the movie. One of my jerk friends decides to call me and make that noise. That oh my God. noise. And so we were literally watching the movie, and I check my voicemail in the theater, and you hear the noise. And I literally play it back for him, and he's like, oh, nope, nope, nope. And of course they call me from a block number, which makes it even worse. Like, it, it was a whole thing. So for me, like, that's the part of the ring I remember. <laughs> The most is the phone call, which isn't even part of the movie, but whatever. That's some that's some timing. Yeah. Um. They also kind of did like another story that was Rent esque with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes, they did the Grudge. Um, which that movie being done that back, was not Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah, sorry, Sarah Buffy. Michelle Gellar. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I the the fact that they filmed it backwards confused the hell out of me. It just. I, I liked it, but bit because it was a, it, because it was a mind, like a mind fuck. Okay, because I like that psychology kind of stuff. I mean, you know how I am. Mhm. The next one holds close to Cat and I. It. The red balloon, like. I, I'm sorry, like it is going to always be one of the classics. For me, it is just, when I think of Creepy Clown, that's where my brain goes first, is it. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. However, however, I have to say, because, hmm, you know. Bill Skarsgård. Nice. Can I tell you, he is absolutely adorable. <laughs> um, and you have you seen you've seen his version, the, the 2017 version, the new one? No, I have not. The thing that he does with his eyes in the movie, where his one eye goes like all wonky, he really does that. Oh, like that's creep. that's his eye really does that. Nice. Now, now, if you're going to talk about it, though, you kind of have to talk about Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> As a kid, I watched this movie. Like, and I was maybe four years old. I did not walk away with a fear of clowns. I walked away with a fear of cotton candy. Because in the movie, they put people inside cotton candy pods. And I, it, to me, that was terrifying. Like, not any part of, like, the whole clown thing. It just, it was the... Thought of being stuck in a cotton candy, like, wad. And even now, if you notice, I will avoid cotton candy. And if I do try cotton candy, I'm very, like, weird about it. Um. Which, I guess, kind of leads very nicely into Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I was not thrilled with that. They did another version of that, um. With, I think, was it Elijah Wood was in it? Or was it Devin Sawa that was in it? Possibly, I don't know. Uh, but before we get off of it and Bill Skarsgård real quick, if you guys haven't seen the show Hemlock Grove on Netflix, watch it. 
Okay. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Amber's going to watch it. Amber's going to like it. Okay, okay. Now, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. Um, personally, wasn't a fan. I didn't like the original. It was kind of blah. They did a, and like I said, they did a more recent version, and I do. It wasn't called that. This is giving me a migraine. It was called something else. Um, but I don't. Sorry, we had a light spinning around that had a bunch of Halloween effects and. Starting to give me a migraine. <laughs> Quite remember. I don't remember what it was called. I'm going to see if I can find it. Because, I mean, we didn't mention Final Destination. I don't know if that's on there. No, it isn't. Well, Final Destination, I think anybody who ever... Oh, it is on here. But anybody who's ever watched Final Destination, I, I you will not ever drive behind the truck. And everybody knows the truck. You know, there, anytime there's something long and cylindrical on a truck, I'm moving. Can't do it. Not handling it. I'm out. Like, I've seen the movie. It doesn't go well. But in general, like, I have to say, Final Destination, some of the coolest ways to die. Like, they definitely got creative on that one. Um, but on the heels of all that, we're going to shift gears a little bit and get into Cujo. The faculty. Okay, the faculty. Sorry. Anyway, once again, Cujo. Uh, that that was not an okay movie. Like, I'm just gonna go there. Like, um, I mean, it's very, it's kind of very 2020 esque, sort of, kind of, because like the bats bite the dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, wait, is COVID rabies? <laughs> like, um, it is a very stressful movie. Um. And I mean, I enjoy like I do. I like I like I like the concepts that Stephen King brings up. He is an amazing creative mind. However, his books are way too long and detailed for me. Like he goes into details about details. Like it's a little much, and it makes it really long. So there's a lot of stuff that was in the book Cujo that's not in the movie. That I'm gonna I tell did you not right. Watch them. Like, or I did not read the book. Girl, this movie. I like the episode of Friends where um Rachel watches Cujo and she looks at Jeremy and she's like, "What is wrong with the dog?" And he's like, "I know." And she's like, "No, no, really. What is wrong with the dog?" Like that to me, that scene in Friends depicts how I feel about that movie. What is wrong with this dog? No, it's not okay. Like somebody come sit with me. <laughs> like, well, I mean. Is that really what would happen with rabies? Like No, no, that's very exaggerated, but it, it just definitely... It, it, it is a terrifying movie because I don't know if anybody has ever, any of you have ever seen the St. Bernard in person. I have not, but I've seen pictures of them next to people, and they're huge. They are huge. Like, they are huge. I mean, you watch Beethoven, and then you watch Cujo, and you go, oh, shit. Yeah, I... Do not like the movie. Not okay movie. I'm, mm -mm. Yeah, you don't look at Beethoven the same after that. I, I, <laughs> no, you really don't. It messes up your childhood. Mm. But these two are kind of connected for me in my mind. Okay. I know what you did last summer and Scream. Mm-hmm. They are. Came out about the same time. Did you did you did you see that they are making possibly possibly because it was an Instagram thing. And it was like a flash, and I'm not 100 percent sure, but they are possibly making another Scream movie. Oh, joy. Um, 
with Dewey, Sydney, and Gail. I'm sorry, but the way I feel about sequels is sometimes you beat a franchise to death and just leave it alone. Like, leave classics alone to stand alone. When you like, start adding on... Okay, I like the first it's one. Stressful. The first one was cool. The second one, I understood. Um, you know, okay, like... She ended up having a brother or a half-brother or something like that and... Or something like that. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not exactly sure how that went. I forget. It's been a really long time since I've seen, like, the second and, and, and like, I think there was a third, wasn't there? I don't... I gave up. I know there was a, there was the second. I think there might have been a third. I don't remember if there was. Because I think this next one's the fourth. But... I understood the second, and obviously, like, this third one, I either didn't watch it or it just wasn't significant enough for me to remember it at all. Um, the next one we saw, which we already kind of touched on a little bit. Um, I think the only reason that those ones have gone on and been as popular as they are is because the methods of killing the people, the victims in the movies, have been different in every single movie, and they're epic. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have gotten some really good ideas to torture those who I hate. <laughs> Not that I'd actually do any of it, because, well, that co- that's time and space and money that I don't have. But, I mean, in my dreams, you know? Pretty much. Um, Friday the 13th. I don't really appreciate the fact that Mama was the one who started murdering. And then they jump into, like, the second movie on is him. And I'm sorry, but Jason versus Freddy? Like, really? I was literally, like, when I seen that, that was comical to me. I was like, that that can't actually be a thing. Like, please don't make it a thing. I think one of my favorite parts is that, um, Jason... Takes Freddy's head and sticks it on, like, the kitchen table or whatever. I was like, how does that even work? Like, I don't, okay. Okay, then. (laughs) Um, I mean, I guarantee that movie started with a drunk conversation. Freddy would drive, because he's still, like, alive. He's not dead. He's still kind of alive. Like, the sarcastic shit-talking burnt pedophile. But, like, I mean, like, really, you know that conversation was a drunk conversation started and somebody ran with the idea. There's no way you can tell me that movie came from anything else. I mean, and I'm I'm assuming they started talking about doing, like, horror, horror film villain against horror film villain. And I think the only ones, the only ones who actually bit were those two because there were supposed to be more. But I don't think it did well enough to... Keep going with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the next one, can't, uh, Chloe mentioned a little bit ago, Candyman. I like it. I love the fact that the actor who played Candyman is also the coroner in Final Destination. Nice. Um, I love it only because, like, he is massive. He's a massive, massive man. He is a very good actor. He has that deep creep factor voice. 
Well, I think, you know, um, a horror movie really, like, if it's not casted right, doesn't matter how good the script is, it's going to fail. Like, you need the right, right characters and the right rules to make a horror movie work. I not everybody can play horror. I mean, I somewhat don't quite like how it was kind of like... She, the, the actor, the girl, the, the main character is a few, is a girl, a young lady, and she, somehow he starts haunting her or whatever, like, coming at, he, but he doesn't come after her to kill her necessarily. It's, and, and I don't know if it's true, I know it's at least based off of an urban legend, but, um, it's somewhat based off of truth, um, Back when they used to do the lynchings and stuff, there was a man, um, African-American man, who uh, got accused of um, killing somebody or somebody's child or something or killing somebody or something happened where he, like, you know, whatever, he went on, he, like, left town. He, he got run out of town, but his family stayed. His wife and his kids were still there. And they ended up murdering his wife and kids. And he ended up um, coming back and uh, trying to exact revenge on the townspeople. And they tried to lynch him when he, like, murdered a bunch of them. And when the rope broke, they tied him to, the, to like, a tree and, like, they stabbed him several times and covered him in honey. And left him to the elements and he, you know, he, they ended up cutting off his hand and he ended up with, like, a hook for a hand. Um, and all kinds of other stuff, like, you know, I mean, I know parts of that might be true, but I can't say, like, how much of it, and I know in the movie, they portray it as he fell in love with a white, he was a, you know, African-American man who fell in love with a, uh, white woman, and, of course, when, uh, you know, they're during the time period it happened, it was a big no-no for biracial couples to get together, and they end up killing him, and it has something to do with, like, bees and honey, and he gets stung by the bees, and, like, his hand's cut off or something, and something to do with a hook, and, like, all kinds of shit. Like, that's how it goes in the movie. It, it's it's a movie I say you should watch, but not for horror factor, because, I mean, there's some jump scares in it, but it's not particularly horror-ish. Okay. I just went on way too long about one movie. The Lost Boys? <laughs> um, vampire movie, classic. I like it. I'm it's okay a, with it. It's a fun, it's a fun, like... It's a kid's movie. Like, it's definitely, like... It's an adult, but kid's movie. It, it's kitschy. Of course. But I think at the time they made it, they needed it to be that, because at the same time, I think right around that same time they came out with that, was The Goonies and Interview with Vampire. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. So I think they kind of, like, needed to, like kind of make something that was, like, serious but also comical at the same time. Well, that's, like, Idle Hands with, um, uh, bu- 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 was it Devin? Yeah. Um, which, it was kind of, like, the same thing. Like It was, I mean, he did that one pretty much, like, right on the heels of the Final Destination movies after he was, like, out of them. Um, and it was more spoofy than anything else. Yeah. Um, Okay. This one I know you're going to have a strong opinion about. The Conjuring. Which one was this one? This is another one of those, uh... 
For me, I've seen it. It, it kind of blends in, but I know you've mentioned it before. I have. For me, The Conjuring, it, it kind of just blends in with the rest of them. It wasn't a standout one, but I know you've mentioned it on multiple occasions. I mean, right under that, you have Wrong Turn, which I've never heard of. Um, the Wrong Turn movies are the ones... Um, she played Faith in the Buffy series. Okay. I forget her name. Um, Dushku. Eliza Dushku. Her and the boyfriend are driving, and they end up, they're going somewhere, like, I guess across country or something, and they end up going and stopping, and they get lost or something. They stop at a gas station. The guy at the gas station says, go down this way, do this, do that, to get back to the highway. And where he sent them was the wrong way. But you don't find that out until the end of the movie, so spoiler alert. But basically, he sends them, like, it's it's her, the boyfriend, and I guess, like, another guy and another girl. So, there's, like, two couples. And literally, these inbred hickabillies, like, severely inbred, like, three brothers, like, attack them, and, like, they're trying to murder them, and they're cannibals, of course, so they're trying to eat them. I also believe they try to breed with one of the females. Now, and again, you're going to see my weird side, I swear. This is where my weird shit comes out, because, of course, last. And in part one, I admitted I had a crush on Pinhead from Hellraiser. Not the actor, the actual character. Um, so this is where it gets worse. Because this is where, uh, one of the parts where I kind of, became curious about CMC, which if you go back to our kink talk, we talk about it, um, which is consent, non-consent. However, in the movie, it's definitely not consenting. Um, in the second movie, one of the inbred people ends up raping one of the girls. Ruh -roh. Um, and of course, my strange, strange self. Now, I do not condone rape at all. Um, if you do not consent, like, you don't consent. Like, that's it. No means no. I don't condone rape. I do, you know. But it kind of got me curious about that whole scene in BDSM and all of that. Um, but literally, they do it to impregnate her because the females, I guess, were so inbred that they had, were so inbred... They could no longer produce. And I think also it was like all males except for like one little kid that was a girl who like tries to help out everybody. So there's like, I think there's like two wrong turn movies, but that's also based on a true story from, I think it was in Ireland. There was a family who, of cannibals who ended up getting exiled in, um, I think it was Ireland maybe. And they ended up living in the hills which also is The Hills Have Eyes. I was, oh my god, literally that line from the one song like, was just playing in my head. Yeah. Those the two, Hills Have Eyes, is that too scary for you? Those two movies kind of play on the same things. And I might actually, the second movie I might be talking about might be The Hills Have Eyes, but I know there's two wrong turn movies. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a good movie. I think you should take a look. You should, you should take a gander at it. Okay, so one that was not on the list that I love is The Lake. I don't know if you ever seen it. I don't think I even heard of it. Okay. I might have. Who knows? So, basically, in the lake, 
this girl falls in love with this guy, like, head over heels. He promises, like, I'll marry you. But really, he's with somebody else. So, she finds out, and she's driving, and she's hysterical, and ends up crashing and, like, dying in this lake. And they don't find her right away. And it becomes an urban legend that, like, they keep seeing, like, this young bride on the road. Whatever. So, I, something happens and, like, these, like, little girls, like, do, like, a seance or some shit. And, like, somehow they bring her back. Oh. But, like, she don't, they don't bring back, like, a ghost. They bring back, like, an actual woman. And now she's pissed at the family. And so, at this point, like, the husband's now a father, like, about ready to be a grandfather. Like, his kids are grown and getting ready to get married themselves. And she's decided she's going to wreck the family. So she takes out the one son and he ends up in the lake. And then she's after the next one. And I think he had like four sons. The one already had like two kids or is about to have two kids or something. I think he already had the one. I think the wife is pregnant with the last, with the second one. But it's like born during the movie. Okay. Because there's like a little baby at one point. That like she's like leaning over the cradle. And she's like rocking the cradle. And she's like, oh, a little boy delightful and you're like uh-uh no no not the baby not the baby but then she like goes after the next son and he finds her intriguing i mean she's gorgeous okay but he's just not there with it personally i think they tried to portray him as gay but didn't quite because of the time the movie was made they were trying, yeah like, they like wanted it, it to be that way but at the but... same time like we don't want it to be outward yeah, it was subtle, but, like, he just, like, didn't really feel her. And she's losing her mind over the fact, like, I'm trying to seduce all these men. This one won't go for me and why. Because when she was alive originally, all the men wanted her. And now she's getting turned down by the son of the man that, like, ruined her life and, like, the reason she died. And she goes batshit crazy. Oh. Like bat shit over this and like at one point she starts like with a baseball bat beating windows and breaking things and screaming and like loses her mind in this movie and you're like girlfriend girlfriend it's okay he's not into women (laughs) like i'm like literally yelling at the screen but then like the next son up is kind of like a drug addict and he comes in and he's messed up. Like, he's really messed up. And she's in the middle of a rampage. And he looks around and he's like, cool, a rager. And he's <laughs> like breaking stuff. And so, like, she, like, seduces him. And he's, like, completely messed up. And somehow they end up, like, in the throes of things. And she ends up killing him. But, like, I don't really think he, like, realized what was going on because he was that messed up. Like, so that one, whatever. So wow. then there's just... The second oldest and the oldest. The oldest, like, you know, is devoted to his wife. And the other one, um, like I said, I don't really think was... Yeah. So, she ends up... I forget what ends up happening to the oldest. She ends up killing him somehow. And I think that's... It's something to do with a helicopter or an airplane or something. I forget how he dies. But I, I remember, like, it, it wasn't pretty. Okay. And then at this point, the father finally, like, meets her... And he's staring at her from, like, across, like, a large barn. And, like, the wife's like, why are you being so weird? Like, go talk to her. And he's like, mm-mm. 
mm-mm, because she looks like she did when she was alive. And she's like, come on. I was like, he walked over and he's like, um, nice to meet you. What's your name? And she like says her name and she's like, you're not by any chance. Like, do you have a relative? Um, it's going to sound really weird. He's like, but you look like somebody I used to know. She goes, that's funny. I get that all the time. And like, he kind of like knows, like you can tell like it's like in his head, like he realizes like you look too much like her. Uh-huh. And so like after that, like. She ends up, like, trying to kill him, but, like, he he ends up, like, realizing in enough time. And it's just a really messed up movie. She's trying to take out, like, every male in his family. Like, she doesn't care about the females. Like, y'all can live. But she's made it the men in the family. I think the only one that lives is the gay one. I remember it's her father. I know there's only one that lives at the end. But, hmm, it's a messed up movie, man. And then, at the very, very end, the last minute... She ends up, like, meeting somebody, and then you see, like, she looks like she's going to live her happily ever after, and then the little girls are back at that lake, and they're trying to conjure the dead boy, the youngest son. So, I thought there was going to be a sequel to it, but they never made one. Oh. So, my guess is he's going to come back and kill all the women in her family. I don't know. Just a thought. That's fascinating. I'm like... Who is the parent of these little kids? Like, dude, get your children. They are messing things up. Like, <laughs> why are your kids out, like, conjuring stuff? Like, get your little witches and put them to bed because they are messing up lives. It is a creepy movie, but it's a good movie. It's definitely, like, when the father sees her, the look on this actor's face, and I don't remember his name, but, like, the look is, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I ain't no, I want no part of this. <laughs> like, he, like, instantly, like, recognizes her. Now, how did she die? Like, so, she found out that he had promised to marry her. Right. Meanwhile, the woman he ended up marrying, he had on the side the whole time, and she never knew about it. Okay. So, she found out, and, like, he kept saying, we're gonna run away, and we're gonna get married. We're gonna run away. And it was, like, the date was getting real close, and she found out right before it. So, she's driving to go confront him. Ends up, because she's crying and all upset, somehow going off the road and into the lake where she dies. And nobody finds her. So she's mad as hell and she blames it on him. Because he ruined her life. So. I feel that. That's why she goes after all the men. And like I said, the creepiest one for, the creepiest part of that baby for me is when she's over the little baby's casket, or not casket, um, bassinet. And she wraps her fingers around it. Like, on each side. She leans in. She goes, oh, a little boy. How delightful. And I'm just like, mm, 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 girlfriend, back up, back off the baby. Like, I thought I was going to go through the screen and have to mess her up. Like, I'm like, you need to leave the little baby alone. Like, you didn't do anything. But it's all the men in the family she's blaming because how dare you? Like, you should have been my family. Like, because of her, I lost everything. Which, I mean, you would think she would go after the woman, but no, she goes after all the men because, I guess, in her mind, he lied to her, so. Obviously, and obviously the other woman had, had couldn't have had any idea about her because, well, men. True. Sometimes. Some men. Not all men. A lot of men. My ex. Hmm. Some of mine. But, well. This next part I want to get into with you. 
mm-hmm. is it actually an actor, not some, or not an actor, a um, a director and a screenwriter and everything, because several of his movies are going to be discussed right now. He came out in our generation, M. Night Shyamalan. Okay. So let's start at the beginning. Um. <laughs> We all know the creepy little boy. I see dead people. Oh. <laughs> you say that and I'm like, alright, there's a lot of those in like the horror film ch- franchise. Like, which one are we talking about? Haley Joel Osment. Yep. And Bruce Willis. Yep. I personally think that was, again, one of the best horror movies. Because it's not so much a horror horror movie, but it's... I found it more thriller-esque. Yes. Um, I think he was the perfect child to play that role. He did really well. And um, just the way he, like, he talks Bruce Willis and just speaking to his wife again. And, his, and like, I never dawned on me that he wore the same outfit the whole movie. Like, it no, never... It doesn't until you get to the end of the movie and then you're like, I gotta rewatch this whole thing. Right? And then you pick up on all the little subtle clues and you're like... Mmm, okay. Because I was like, wait a minute, but the mom talks to him at one point, but if you notice, the mom isn't actually talking to him. Right. But you think she is. So it's, I don't know, to me it's one of the better movies. It was one I did enjoy. The next one on the M. Night Shyamalan list is Signs. No. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Movie man. Now, I'll give you a little hint about where I live. The pharmacy in that movie is in my current hometown. And I grew up in that hometown. So, I've been in that pharmacy. I have walked past that pharmacy and driven past that pharmacy a million and a half times. And I lived right by it while they filmed the movie. Love it. I remember them blocking all of that off, and you could not even get within spitting distance to try and catch a glimpse. Like, they had it blocked off down far enough on every side. You, there was nothing. You couldn't do it. You couldn't get anywhere near it. Because believe me, we tried. Love it. But yeah, the signs. I like the movie. I like, it was so different from everything else that was out there and i i'm sorry like at first like you're not sure what it is so and i i think one of the best parts of the movies they don't really show you at first like there's so much suspense around mm-hmm. what is it the funniest thing about this movie remember the you remember the um was it a baby monitor and the clickety clock noise that went over it yeah okay I have this person that I used to be friends with. I'm her and I were friends for like 12 years. We would talk on the phone constantly. And I mean like 12 or more hours a day. Well, while we'd be on the phone, she would get on her phone and text message somebody while she was on the phone with me. Can I tell you the, the noises that her phone made when she texted? I could hear them through on my end. Sounded like those noises. Nice. I was like, um, um, what are you doing? She's like, I'm texting. Why? I'm like, no, stop that. One of the most iconic <laughs> scenes, though, in that movie, for me personally, 
is when they board up the house and he goes, what do you guys want for dinner? And the little girl like says what she wants and the boy says what he wants. And I guess it's the uncle was like, no, 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 no. We should pick something. And he's like, you know what? That sounds delightful. And like literally like he's looking at it as like their last meals. Like you pick what you want. And I think the uncle was still in like the mindset of we're going to survive. And the dad's like, well, if not, you know, like, well, what do you want for your dinner? And, like, he's eating, like, French toast with, like, spaghetti. Like, Oh, that was the cutest thing. Can't... How emotional did you get when the little boy had went into anaphylactic shock? That movie definitely, I mean, when the mother died, like... And that little girl is so cute. I didn't know she's grown now, but in that movie... And, like, all the other ones she did when she was that age. She is adorable, those little chubby cheeks. But you figure that was, like, the first movie without, um, Phoenix, um... hmm That he was really in. I cannot think of his... Yeah, I can't either, but he had the brother who died of the drug overdose. That was also famous. But, yeah, I mean, that movie, it, it was a... It was a really good movie. All of his movies, though, I think, very unique, and I think that's why he's so iconic. Mm-hmm. But the next movie on the list is Glass. I don't know if you remember that one. You look at me like I'm nuts. Glass. Are you talking about the Bruce Willis movie? Yes. And, um, I didn't see that as horror, though. It, it wasn't so much horror as much of a thriller, but it definitely made you, like, think. It did, and if you're going to talk about that one, you have to talk about the one with, um, it's newer, where he has multiple personalities. Didn't see it. Not a clue what you're talking about. Oh, I'm going to tell you probably did. Let me find it. But, I mean, I, I put Glass on here because it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Um, for me, it, it was a good movie, you know, it definitely, your villain was not your typical villain. And I think that's why I appreciated it so much because you're kind of sick of the same old, same old, and you don't get that with his movies. Um, I just, I don't know. I appreciated it. I really thought it was great. But you also have Glass, and then you have the follow-up, which is Unbreakable. Right, and then there's a follow-up to that. There he is. Split. Yeah, I didn't see that one. You have to. Okay. You have to, because you have Glass, and then you have Unbreakable, and then you have that one, and then that follows, that gets quickly followed in with the follow-up to that, which involves... The character from Glass, Mr. Glass, and the character from Unbreakable, Bruce Willis's character. They're all in it. Okay, I'm going to have to check it, it out. it all links up. You have to watch it because it, it, like, it doesn't end all of it, but it does. But you have to watch Split. You okay. will absolutely love that movie. Um, the next one from M. Night Shyamalan that I personally love, The Village. I couldn't get through it. Really? I couldn't get through it. Yeah, see, for me, The Village, I liked it. I really liked it. I couldn't get through Lady in the Water. But, um, The Village, 
is literally, I, it's in some type of park, and it's like this old-time village. People kind of all went there. It's so... And you don't realize, like, they all went there. You think, like, you know, it's literally, like, back in time. They do everything the hard way, harvest everything. Yeah, I mean, I've seen parts of it. But they end up having to tell everybody, we can't leave our village, we can't leave our area because there's a monster in the woods. And it's so messed up. Like, it is so, so messed up. Because they end up sending the blind girl to go get the medicine. And they tell her, like, she has to dress in this special cloak and they ha- she has to stay on this special path. Is it, like, and- a red cloak? Yeah. It's, like, a red... It was very Red Riding Hood-esque and, like... Yeah, because yellow attract them or something. I don't, I don't remember the details. I didn't see... I, I couldn't sit through it. But there was a movie like that that um that, that came out in 2011 was actually literally Red Riding Hood. Yeah, I don't like remakes of my classics. Um, that one had Amanda Siegfried in it. It was good, actually. Okay. It and it actually was. It was very fascinating because it ended up having a twist in the end. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the whole time, this this wolf is killing off villagers and whatnot, and like she's wanting to go like run off and marry who like. She wants to marry, but they're trying to marry her off to somebody else, like, because it was, like, you know, during those times where you, you know... (laughs) No choices. Pretty much. And grandmother lived in the woods, and grandmother lived in the woods, like, a hot minute away from everybody else, and all this, that, Of course, because grandma can't be convenient. And, of course, her mother ends up being one of the people who gets killed. Wompy womp. Um, and she's got a sister and all this other stuff, and... At one point, she thought Grandma was the killer. And then, I guess, Grandma ends up being found dead. Oh, no. And, like, this, like, special wolf hunter, werewolf hunter comes in and, like, takes over the town. And um, the werewolf's, like, going after her and, like, her alone and, like, calling to her, trying to take her away and stuff. And they, like, literally chain her up in the town square as bait and stuff. Like... It's, oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's a whole big thing, and she gets free, and, like, it's this whole thing, and then in the end, it ends up being her father who was the werewolf. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And apparently, like, it was something that runs in their family, and, like, you know, his mother was a werewolf, he's a werewolf, like, um, and I think she ends up killing him. Oh, Delightful story. I'm not 100% sure if, like, she ends up being one, too. But, like, it's a cute movie. It's like, I think it's a cute movie. And I say cute because, like, it's not really scary, but it's a bit psychological. Okay. Um, seeing a psychological, one of the things that's not on the list, When a Stranger Calls. Okay. I watched that when I was young, and I was actually babysitting at the time. Mm-hmm. Not the movie to watch. Not the movie well, to watch while babysitting. There's that one, and then there's also um, the one movie, um, what is it, Glass House. I'm not sure I've seen that one. Uh, it's very, like, like that one. Okay. And literally, like, I think, I literally think it's the same house as in, uh, as the one in 13 Ghosts. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure because, like, the floors aren't glass and everything. Just the wind, like, it has a lot of window, like, the whole, the walls and shit. Um, but, you know, girl goes in. I think she's babysitting as well. And, like, weird shit starts to happen and, like, all kinds of shit. You know, one thing I didn't notice about 13th Ghost, they do talk about, like, every room is made of glass. 
and it has to be that way. You never seen a single bathroom in that house. Yeah, you do. I don't think I've. In the beginning, when they first get to the house, and he goes to talk to the lawyer in like the um, study or the office or whatever, and the kids and um, the babysitter nanny lady goes go off. She ends up in the bathroom, in the one room. Oh, like I realized that. And you know, she puts the perfume on, and she said makes a comment, and then she's the. That's when like the first ghost gets let out, and that's the princess. And she's literally like in the bathtub and the blood oh, and right, she's yes. splashing the water on her face. Yeah. It's the okay. only bathroom you see in the entire movie. I just thought like last house. And the funny bathrooms. thing the funny thing about it is like the one thing I noticed watching it the other day with the kids, it's a small ass bathroom. Oh, wompy womp womp. Like when they like pan out and he's in the doorway, like it's a lot smaller than it actually looks. It's really kinda of funny. Yeah, no, forget that. Um I cannot think of the movie, what it's called. Oh, okay, here you go. Ooh, and somebody else says a Skarsgård is in this movie, the Glass House movie. Okay. After the parents of Ruby and her younger brother, Rhett, are killed in a car crash, their parents' best friends, Aaron and Terry Glass, become their guardians. Their chil- the children hear promise of a world of opulence and California fun. All they have to do is move into the Glasses' gated house. Before very long, though, Ruby suspects that Aaron and Terry may not be the ideal guardians they seem to be. And, like, I guess they end up being psychos. Okay. No, one of the movies, well, two of them, I should say. One is a Lifetime movie where there's a guy that's literally living in this woman's, like, attic. She moves to this town. She starts redoing the house. And he's, like, a neighbor. He tries to be really helpful, really nice, really great. Oh, and he's I like literally spying on her and then like she ends up having like a guy friend like come and like help her out with some stuff and he's pissed yeah and he's like he loses his mind over this stuff but he is literally watching every part of her day tapping into her phone calls he's in her life and she has no idea and then by the end of the movie she finally realizes it and he tries to kill her right? yep i remember i don't remember what it's called but i remember the movie yeah, no, that movie messed me up for a little bit. I was like, all right, do not trust the creepy neighbor. Got it. And he's like, he's really good looking too, which kind of like messes you up a little bit because you're like, okay, hot guy next door. Cool. Like, oh, hot guy living in my ceiling. Not cool. <laughs> kind of messes you up. I mean, it could go either way. So. <laughs> <laughs> We've already established I'm weird and twisted, okay? There's another one that's kind of like that, but it's a boyfriend. She breaks up with him and, you know, starts dating and everything, and he keeps breaking into her house. Okay. And he, like, hides under her bed. He hides in her closet and watches her do, like, all these everyday activities, and he tries so hard to, like, do things to scare her back to him Mm -hmm. and, like, try and make it seem like this guy is, like, a complete psycho that she's dating and he ends up messing up, and he, I forget what it is that he leaves out, but it's something, like, he forgets while he's at her house to, like, pick up when he's, like, doing stuff. And she recognizes it as his. And she's like, why is this here? Like, he hasn't been here in months. And then you see it, like, cross her mind, like... Yeah, creepy. Or has he? And then she goes and she qu- checks something real quick... And she had left herself a voicemail message, like, earlier in the day on her answer machine, and she goes to check it, and it's not there. And that's when she starts, like, looking around and, like, realizing, like, little things are moved. Okay. 
And he had been, like, making himself at home. Like, he would sit there and watch her TV. Like, he was, like, making himself at home. And she realizes, like, the remote's not where she left it. And she starts to panic and goes to leave her house. And he realizes, like, shit, she knows I'm here. So, like, he goes, like, running after her. And it's, like, this huge thing. And I'm like, girl, go, go. No, no, no. Don't forget. No, don't run back for your car. Keep go. Run. <laughs> like, I'm, like, yelling at the screen. Like, I don't know if she can't hear me. But I'm like, honey, the car ain't going to help you now. Run. Run faster. Run. Run to a neighbor. Like, yeah, like, knock, 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 neighbor. Help, help, help. Let me in. Let me in. But she, like, goes running back in for her keys. And, like, as she reaches for him, he grabs her hand. And I'm like, girl, I told you not to go back for them keys. <laughs> Keep going. I can't, people. Like, the, I, oh, that kind of stuff, like, drives me nuts. Or, like, whenever in horror movies, they're like, let's split up and go different ways. No. Well, you're going to be the first to die. Bye, bitch. I'm like, Felicia, did you not learn nothing? Or, like, like, when they run up. On. Honestly, when they run up the stairs. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I love horror movies, but some of the decisions made. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. Like, I am definitely, definitely sure in a horror movie, I would live towards the end. I would not be one of the first to die. First of all, I don't run from a lot of stuff. Like, you better be after me with a chainsaw. And even at that, I can't even tell you I'd run because there's a good chance I'd just pull out, like, you know. I'm sorry. I'm going to arm myself. Like, that's the first thing you do in a horror movie is you arm yourself. And then you find ways to, like, you're like... You gotta think ahead. Where are you gonna go to get more weaponry and, like, things to restrain a killer? Oh, I don't know. We live in a state that's very pro-firearms, so... Oh, hell yeah. Um, But in... Okay, but in horror movie world... Ooh, we're popular again. Yeah. Um, In the horror movie world, like, you don't have that option most of the time. Like, only the cops do, and the cops are usually bumbling idiots at that point, but... Okay, but I'm gonna go into the fancy-ass garage that, like, is in every horror movie house, and I'm gonna find things that are going to help me restrain and or kill said killer who's coming after me. Right? Like, I'm gonna be, like, with that butcher knife going, I'm guard, motherfucker, (laughs) let's go. (laughs) Like, if you're coming at me, there is a damn good chance, and Kat can attest to this, I'm the kind of person that I'll sit down and be like, yeah, alright, what you got? Come on, let's talk about this. You really think this is going to be your smartest move? My dumbass is probably going to be like, I make muffins. You want a cookie? Can we sit down and talk about this first? Let's have cookies first. Cookies and milk first. Then we get to the murdery part. Let's have a conversation. Like, you're going <laughs> to lunge at me. I'm going to be like, yo, you better take me out because this is going to end way differently than you expect. Right? Like, I don't run. I'm not afraid of people. Like, I don't back down. But I'm also not the dumb one that's going to be like, let's split up and we'll cover more ground. No. No, no, let's stay together so I can use you as a shield. <laughs> right? Here, take this one first. Catafar, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, like, <laughs> I don't need to be the fastest, I just need to be <laughs> the smartest. Yeah. I need to be a little faster than the slowest, like, that's cool. Either that or you need to be capable of tripping that one. <laughs> but, I mean, I also have extensive, like, driver's sure. training and stuff, so, I mean, like, bumpity bump bump, she'd be running bitches over. I will, like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I've got defensive driving classes out the wazoo. Like, let's go, bruh. I'm gonna be giving, like, murdering. I'm like, you're stabbing them wrong. You're gonna get more blood if you turn the knife the other way. Like, I'm definitely driving the getaway car. Like, I got this. I got I'm, you. I'm such an instigator, though. <laughs> like, She's out the window going, you ain't getting us. You ain't getting us. Mm. <laughs> like, sticking her tongue out. 
I'm like, girl, get inside. <laughs> As I'm probably throwing shit out. Here, have a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're about to go off-roading. She's in there. I'm like, okay, but do I have to wear my seatbelt? Yes, you need to wear your seatbelt. This is about to get crazy. Oh, <laughs> man. But yeah, no, definitely we'd live to the end. Like, zombie right. apocalypse, like, we already got our stuff together. Are there so. any other movies we need to cover? No, I'm just saying, like, zombie apocalypse, I'm good. Okay. I've done my research on my movies. Girl, we are at 56 minutes. Yep, yeah. Almost 57. Oh, so we need to do our question. One last thing we need to do is answer that question. So, at the end of our last episode, which was our brainstorming episode for our Halloween stuff, which we finalized after we got off the podcast last week. And, or well, not last week, the week before, because last week was 90s nostalgia. Um, so we definitely, we threw you guys a new thing, which was our question, um, which, you know, nobody answered on Instagram. So if you're actually listening and whatnot, it was just real delightful that you guys didn't bother to hit up Instagram. I feel really bad. Like, y'all don't love us. Yeah. And yes, I'm Um, guilt tripping me. Texting me the answers doesn't count. I'm not counting them. Sorry. Right, because I don't get the things that she gets. Like, you text her the answers. I'm not privy to those, ladies and gentlemen. We're close, but we're not that close. (laughs) Like, I mean, hi. There are two of us. I'd like to see some of your answers, too. Yeah, Snapchat doesn't count either, my loves. I mean, you want to you want to do it over Snapchat? We can start a 13th gate Snapchat, I think, somehow, maybe. I don't know, I'll figure it out. We can group chat on Snap. We can do a group. Like, I mean, I don't know. Do we want them to have... Well, those people, I guess, would be cool because they already have your personal one if they have it. We can um, figure something out. But we can figure something out. But, like, the best way to do it is to, you know, jump on and DM us on the Instagram and all that. Because, um, I mean, if y'all aren't going to join the Instagram, I'm not going to bother posting on the Instagram because... Yeah, and my son just showed me today that I don't need to log out of one account and into the other account to switch. I can just literally hit a button and switch accounts. Well, that's good to know. Uh, Yeah, it's exciting. Technology. Um, Okay, so the question was... If you could switch bodies or lives, slash lives, with any famous person, any serial killer, actor, actress, um, etc., and in Chloe's case, animal, because she's weird, um... Who would it be and why? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Amber the floor for right now so I can go snatch um, the two other gatekeepers because well they eat our snacks so you have to answer our question. <laughs> so you know I put a lot of thought into this and I've, one of the major concerns with this is always the butterfly effect. How will I alter history? But if I'm going to be somebody from history, I want to be somebody that was prominent, somebody that was known for a lot of things. Um, not only was this individual beautiful, um, her beauty is still renounced today, but she was smart, she was tactful, and she was powerful, so my personal answer is Cleopatra. I think her love story is beautiful. I think the things that she did are, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, not only was she smart and beautiful, but she was just talented, with the way she ran everything. Like, she did such an amazing job that she's still revered as, like, one of the great pharaohs. Unfortunately, you know, the way she died, like, it sucks. 
Yeah, I mean that. I mean, I mean, and if you guys don't know her story, I guess we'll have to cover her at some point. Cause oh, absolutely, we definitely will. She's got a very like amazing story. I'm right. Yep, but we got Miss Chloe out here. Um, quick mention: they started school last week slash this week, and uh, gatekeeper Noah is unconscious at the moment. He's out for the count. Like, oh no. Uh, I don't know if either one of you remembers what he mentioned earlier as far as who he might no. be, but um, if we hopefully remember, we'll get his answer when he's uh, awake. And record it next week, along with whatever our next question is going to be. All right, Chloe, so what's your answer? A turtle. What kind of turtle? Sea um, turtle, a tortoise, uh, a snapping turtle. Sea turtle. A sea turtle? Why? Because the sea is beautiful besides all the plastic in it. And to have be a sea turtle would be really cool. Because they travel... Near coral reefs and um, the currents, travel through the currents and under the currents, like around the currents. Like in Finding Nemo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> the baby turtle in the beginning of Moana is supposed to be Crush. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They confirmed it, so I thought it was pretty cool. So a sea turtle, huh? Yeah. I think, I think if Noah could be an animal, he'd be a sloth. Most oh, yeah, it seems to be bad as mode. Yeah. So go ahead, Miss Cat. Okay, so this one's hard for me. There's so many different people I would, I, I would, I would like to have experiences within their lives just to see, um, to get an idea of what their actual thoughts are. Okay. And, I mean, Amber mentioned some good people. I mean, absolutely, Cleopatra is a fascinating one. Um... Anne Boleyn is another one. Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about it earlier, and I mentioned be you know I'd love would have loved to be in, in the head of like Charles Manson. Um, you know, I, and Amber mentioned Marilyn Monroe. We have to. I mean, I yeah. mean, absolutely wonderful. But I think, I think, and I don't know how Amber's gonna react to this, and I think she's gonna love it. I absolutely think that I would have to go with Robin Williams. Nice answer. Um, and it just kind of popped into my head, and I don't know why. It just came out of nowhere. He was just a beautiful, selfless person. And he did so much for so many people, and he touched so many hearts. And, like, I don't know, just... I think what broke my heart about that was when they told Coco. I don't know if you know who Coco is. Coco is a sign language, a saying oh, the language monkey. monkey. Yeah. Um, she's yeah you, you, a a great ape, and she's you know very fluent in sign language. And they had to tell her, you know, unfortunately, your friend Robin isn't with us anymore. And that was the only Robin she knew, so she knew who they were talking about, and she got very emotional over it. You know, she um. She loved to cuddle with him. She liked to joke around with him. And, like, you literally seen the heartbreak come over her when they tell her. And I cried so hard. Like, not many things make me cry, but, like, this made me bawl my eyes out. Because you just, like, you literally watch her, like, as it sinks in and how emotional she got. 
And, like, you, you know, when you think about people touching people's lives, like, you assume, like, you think people, you don't think how you touch an animal's life. Right. But this touched her on such an emotional level, and it broke my heart. Like, such an intelligent creature, and she just was shattered by it. And you have to wonder, like, if he would have known, would he have still done it? Like, right. how many people were completely devastated? Because I remember when I found out, I was in shock. Like, I was... I, I mean, I know I stopped what I was doing, whatever the hell I was doing. God knows, probably baking or cooking something. God knows. It's I'm pretty sure it was Thanksgiving because we were, I was out to, it was either Thanksgiving or Ukrainian Christmas because I was out with family and we were out having a dinner and it literally was just, it was devastating. And I remember I was at the restaurant. It was August 11th, 2014 when he passed. Then we were out doing something. Uh, we were celebrating some event. Well, August 11th, that's um, around your birthday and also around um, one of the things you do for your grandmother. For My grandmother was still here with us at that point. Okay. I don't remember what... We were celebrating something. We were celebrating an event because we were out with um, Nina and everybody. And yeah, when it came across, it just was so... Shocking. And I just... Yeah, that one definitely... It broke my heart. Yeah. But, uh... But to live... To good answer, I mean... Yeah. I, he literally defined so many roles in our childhood. Yeah. I mean, he really did. And there's so many... Di- like, like, thinking about it, there were so many options. You know, there's so many, like, okay, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. And, like, there are so many options that, like, you go through. And, you know, sitting here, I mean, at the beginning of, of these two podcasts, like, I had a pro I had trouble, like, I still hadn't been able to, like, pick one person. And sitting here throughout the podcast, for some reason, like, that's who came to my mind. It, it just came. I mean, one of the people I thought about at one point was Princess Diana because she was so loved and selfless and did such beautiful work. I mean, then you got to think of like Mother Teresa and stuff, but like she lived such a hard life. Like Gandhi. I don't know if I would have had the emotional and mental fortitude to do the things that she did. I mean, I honestly thought about Hitler as well because like to know, to really know what his issue like where did this whole where did that whole like mentality the perfect race and like kill the the jews where did that come from like for real and you have speculations on it but you know it was i mean julius caesar and napoleon i mean even christopher columbus like dude the most lost italian of all time and yet people complain like he's a great explorer Homeboy got lost. Right. Like, he got seriously lost. And all because he was looking for gold. For the Spanish, not even the Italians. <laughs> like, the best part about that is, even after, like, he was wrong, and proven he was wrong, he still thought he was right. <laughs> like, And didn't he find South America, not even North America? First time he found South America, and he was like, Indians! And they're like, what? Okay. <laughs> 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 Like, what's up? What's up with this dude? And he's like trying to like trade him for spices, and they're like, pig? 
corn? Like, what, 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 uh, we don't understand what's going on here, you have a beads? Like, I don't, I don't know what you want. <laughs> and he, he still thought he was right. Like, I mean, way for having an opinion and sticking with it, brah. <laughs> you know what? Pocahontas. Pocahontas, absolutely. Lewis and Clark, like, come on. There's so many options. There's so many, so many, so many options. Like, I mean, a lot of people would say JFK, but I'd say Jacqueline Kennedy. Oh, to have that grace with everything going on, like, I mean, she's, she's literally to, revered for her grace and to like her literally be sitting there and see the bullet go through your husband and have his, you know, and she literally climbed onto the back of that car. And it is, like, the most heartbreaking, one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever seen. And, like, she's picking up the pieces of his skull and the chunks of his brain and, pull, like, collecting She's literally them. shielding him and holding him and doing her best to, like... I, and she holds her composure. And she's covered in blood at the hospital, waiting to see if they can save him and, like, holds her composure through all of it. I mean, she's got to be... Revered as one of the just most iconic women and strongest mentally and yeah, emotionally for definitely everything. Definitely the like, strength that woman has and and just... I mean, there are very, very few women that are literally that ride or die. Like, they are... She loved full-heartedly and just her poise. She just was so... And she was smart. Composed. Like, she was very smart, and she was very kind, and believed full-heartedly in her husband, and was actually in love with him in a time where people got married because they were told to, to, and, you know, his father was very overbearing, very, you will do this, you will marry this kind of a person, like... But to be a political wife, I mean, even back then, was such high stress, like... I think it was harder back then. But she than it did is it now. with such dignity and grace. Oh yeah, amazing woman. And even after that, she went on to continue to raise her children and be like the the center of a family, especially after like the other Kennedys started getting killed off. Like that she definitely was definitely cursed. I'm sorry. It just oh was. absolutely. But she definitely, I, I think, is one of the most elegant women in history. Oh yes. Just the way she held herself, I mean, she's just dignified. Like, absolutely a beautiful woman, inside and out. Like, I mean, you did not ever think the two of them had any... Like, I don't know if they ever did have any disagreements of any kind. But, even, I mean, even over, like, something as simple as, like, his tie, like, or linens or something, I literally do not... It does not seem like the, the two of them ever had any kind of, like, disagreement. I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure <laughs> things weren't always picture perfect, but, you but, know... But you would never know it. Ever. No, she just she just had that aura about her. I mean, like, she, just and that. she was beautiful. Absolutely. She was the iconic woman, the woman every woman wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And you can't blame them for it because just the beauty, the poise, just the overall and just confidence, I guess, that radiated from her. Oh, yes. So, I mean, so many people in history, so, so many. But unfortunately, you guys, we're out of time, so I'm sure we will do something like this again soon. But tonight's question is, da 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 da. Um. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, put a cat on the spot there. Since yes. The notepad. So, since it's right here in front of me, if you could give advice to your younger self, what would it be? Is there a memory or event you would relive if you could, even though you couldn't change it? 
And do you have any regrets? Oh, so that's like a three-parter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, absolutely am going to touch on that. But, you guys, we're out of time, so we're going to lock up the gates for tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed your snacks and uh, our movie list. (laughs) Definitely hope you did. We will see you next week. Are you another Halloweenish themed episode for a Halloween countdown? Yay! <laughs> All right. All right, locking up the gates. Bye. Bye.